Captain. Let's move. ABC Thursdays. Firefighters, we're family. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. The subject has explosive chemicals. Get down! With fiery romances. You're the love of my life. And Andy is finally in charge. I'm going to be the best damn captain the station has ever seen. Station 19, all new Thursdays, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Well, good afternoon and welcome back to hour two of the Colleen and Bradley show here on My Talk 1071. Streaming live and doing everything entertainment at MyTalk1071.com, which, by the way, is where you can see us. Uh, well, not only broadcasting our shows, but highlights from Project and a Dirty Classic Radio Drama, which we are in the midst of. It's that time of year again where we do our reality show on the radio with your favorite My Talk 1071 hosts and people behind the scenes. And we do it, of course, all for four great charitable organizations. And the Colleen and Bradley Show is no different. We are raising money this year for a charity called Every Meal. And Every Meal is providing food security to kids around the Twin Cities and beyond um, who need it most. And I'm very excited because um, I'm going to introduce a special guest to you in just a moment. But first, I want to remind you that the reason uh, for the season, if you will, is we are raising that money. And to that end, I wanted to give you an update. Rob, you want to know how much we're at right now? How much? How much? Okay, so... Uh, we were in the 5,000s-ish uh, in the first hour of the show. We set up a very, very tall order and goal for today uh, through the end of the show at the 3 o'clock hour. Our show ends at 3. Yep. It's not like I do this every day. <laughs> um, our goal was $10,000. Well, guess what? We are ever closer to that goal. Currently, after 123 my talkers have made contributions... We are at $6,240. Outstanding. Woohoo! That's huge. And here to tell us why you should help us raise even more than $6,240 is a very special guest. Her name is Sarah Eugene, and she's from Minneapolis Public Schools, who can tell us about their relationship with Every Meal. Sarah, thank you for joining us today. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Okay, so you work for Minneapolis Public Schools, and um, maybe we can talk a little bit about uh, as well about what Minneapolis Public Schools does to to provide food security for kids. But they uh, they are also familiar with, and you can tell us a little bit about how every meal is involved with the public schools. Yeah, absolutely. So Minneapolis Public Schools um, are culinary wellness services. What our goal is is really to increase access to quality food. And every meal really helps us supplement that. Um, So this past summer, for example, uh, Minneapolis Public Schools was providing meal boxes um, to at no cost to youth ages 18 and under. And so that's open to any youth so that you don't have to be enrolled in Minneapolis Public Schools. You don't even have to live in Minneapolis. Um, As long as you're 18 and under, if you showed up, you got a meal box. And every meal was supplementing those meal boxes with food for adults. So Minneapolis Public Schools Culinary Wellness Services, our program is you know, sustainable child nutrition programs for youth. And so while we focused on the youth and the family, every meal was able to supplement additional food to go with those youth meal boxes that anyone in the family 
could access them. Which is super important, right? Because, you know, while kids, um, you know, making sure the kids uh, are the first ones to get the food and the nutrition they need, because, you know, more than adults, they need it to grow. Um, and, you know, they're they're changing and developing in ways that require the additional nutrients. It's also important for everyone else in the family to be fully fed, because, of course, if they're going to work to, you know, maintain resources for the rest of the family, it's important that the family is whole in that way, right? So that's why that gap is critical. Absolutely. And it really reduces the stigma as well. So it can be um, hard for a family to come up to accept food that's just for children, knowing that they won't be able to eat it themselves, right? So where every meal comes in um, is that they can kind of close that gap. So again, Minneapolis Public Schools, what we can do is we can provide this sustainable resource of food for children, and every meal can come in and um, supplement that with something that the whole family can have. And so it really reduces that that stigma and it it makes the food accessible to everyone in the in the family. And Sarah, can you give us an idea of just how many kids, at least um, that you're connecting with in Minneapolis public schools or families, um, are benefiting from uh, the work that you're doing with Every Meal? Yeah, absolutely. So currently, for the school year, we're reaching about twenty five thousand families. Or tw- excuse me, we're serving about twenty five thousand meals a day. Wow. Um, this summer, our numbers were. A little bit higher, I think, now that school has started, um, people are sort of settling back into a routine. Um, and so, but this summer it was as high as 60,000 meals a day. 60,000, um, 6-0? Yeah, wow. 60,000, 6-0, yep. And do you so really attribute... That shows that there is a need. I was going to say, do you attribute that um, increase to, of course, um, just the extra pressures that COVID has placed uh, on our community? Absolutely. I think that's definitely part of it. And um, the city of Minneapolis itself faced a lot of other challenges this summer as well, which I think contributed to a higher need of food. But the great news is that the program this, the, the program during the summer months is open to any youth 18 and under. And because of the current um, pandemic and COVID, the, the USDA, the United States Department of Agriculture, has expanded that program of anyone 18 and under this food being available to anyone and not having to be enrolled in in Minneapolis schools or to even live in Minneapolis, you know, sort of a no questions asked and has extended that through this school year so that um, although COVID has presented for sure some more challenges, it's also um, the USDA has also recognized those challenges and and has expanded this meal program to allow us to continue to serve these meals um, to youth and to partner with every meal. Yeah, this is just amazing, the, just the, the logistics that must go into making this um, possible. If you guys are just joining us, we're talking to Sarah Eugene from Minneapolis Public Schools about um, their relationship with Every Meal, the organization that we've been raising money for today and yesterday and all week here on uh, the Colleen and Bradley show for our project Down and Dirty Classic Radio Drama. Um, and so far, um, I just want to check the total and give folks an update. So far this week, we have raised, and I think the total just went up again to $6,300 and um, we are actually trying to get to $10,000, Sarah, by the end of the day. So if you, Sarah, were going to maybe, and I don't know if you have necessarily a personal story you could share about how every meal you know, benefits an individual family, but even if you could just paint a picture for our listeners who haven't made a contribution yet, what, um, what just exactly what every meal's role is. Um, in providing food security means for kids on the ground in Minneapolis? Yeah, absolutely. So 
Every Meal is a really great partner of Minneapolis Public Schools in that they're able to supplement um, our current operation and, you know, really make the food that Minneapolis Public Schools can make accessible to children. Every Meal is able to um, supplement that and make that available to the whole family. And so the the partnership is extremely important um, because it really, it allows everyone to be able to access that food. Mm-hmm. It reduces the stigma um, of adults not being able to, to come to access the school meals. Um, and it, it really provides, you know, sort of a, a buffer yeah. for fam- for families to be able to come and, and get that food. And Sarah, so I just, I, Sarah, uh, we couldn't do this by ourselves. It's, it's, partnership is absolutely necessary. I was going to say, Sarah, I think it, it, it goes without saying that the work that Every Meal is doing allows you at Minneapolis Public Schools to do even more work. And the fact that you're able to serve a community beyond just Minneapolis Public School students, I didn't even realize that. And I think that's awesome, you know, with the help, obviously, you mentioned from the USDA. But um, Sarah, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy day um, and telling us about how Every Meal has worked with Minneapolis Public Schools. Um, thank you so much for that work. And again, thanks for joining us. Absolutely. Thanks again for having me, and you guys have a good rest of the day. Good luck with the the fundraiser. Absolutely. We will continue to to put out the word and raise money for every meal. That's Sarah Eugene from Minneapolis Public Schools. You guys here on the Colleen and Bradley Show, we're going to continue to raise money through, um, well, through the week and probably into well into the weekend because we're going to try to raise as much towards that $10,000 goal as possible. Again, I think we could do that $10,000 goal today if we really put our heads together. then you don't if you've been thinking about making a contribution and you haven't done so already just do it now get it off the plate um, that'll get us that much further to the goal and then we can really put pressure on those folks who think that they're not going to make a contribution or like oh, I just don't have time I'm too busy we'll focus on them so if you've been thinking about making a contribution now is the time just head over to mytalk1071.com click right there on project down and dirty classic radio drama and don't forget um You can actually watch what's going on behind the scenes. You can see what I'm doing right now in the studio, staring at Rob awkwardly um, as we get ready to head to a break. When we come back, I have no idea what we're doing, (laughs) but you're going to make a contribution. And people can watch it. And you can see it live unfold right at My Talk 1071. Welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley show here on My Talk 1071, streaming live and doing everything entertainment at MyTalk1071.com. It's day, I don't know what, of Project Down and Dirty Classic Radio Drama. Three, yes, it's three, four. No, it's three. Yeah, you know, whatever. Can you hear me yet? We can hear you now. Oh, good. Okay, I'm like doing the whole open. I'm like, hey, guys, it's us. We're here. Nothing. Uh, I see your lips moving. But you can't hear. Now I can hear you. That's like my nightmare in life, is that I'm just talking and talking and talking and nobody can. You're cute. That was cute. Uh, this is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Did you already say all that stuff? Whatever. Yeah, I hey, did. what did I miss, guys? Oh my God, you missed so much, including but not limited to the fact that we are up to $6,425. And we've got Holly back. Hi, and Holly. Hey. We talked to. <laughs> We talked to uh, a wonderful woman named Sarah Eugene from the Minneapolis Public Schools in the last segment about all the work that public schools are doing with Every Meal and why it's so important that our listeners make a contribution. And it's so exciting, and I can't wait to hear you guys talk about it as I leave the room. Because okay, I think I have to go. You, I don't know what, I don't know what they're doing, but go ahead and go. I'm going to check in. Go check in. And I might be back. 
Yeah. At some just point. Yeah, yeah, just okay, pop just, on into the show. You two kids. Okay. We'll just have fun without thing. you. We'll miss you, but we'll All have right. fun without you. Bye. All right, bye, Bradley. Bye. Um, Holly, and so Holly and I are going to hang out. Rob is here. Holly, are you done now for the day? Do you know? I believe that I'm done for the day, although I think that my services in the Foley department may be needed. But uh, again, I do understand there's point. going to be an all-hands-on-deck moment coming up in Foley. Oh, okay, wonderful. Well, then I think that I'm going to have to donate my two hands I to don't, the cause. I, you know, I don't know if I don't know who how, what all hands on deck means, like how many hands is all, but I do know this. Um, Holly has been having a fully different, fully, huh? See what I did there? I meant yum, to yum, say yum. fully different experience than all the rest of us have been um, during Project Down and Dirty, uh, classic radio drama. We're recreating War of the Worlds, and I, I just want to say. Lest you all think we're just recording some lines into the microphone and then they're adding the sound effects later, that is absolutely not what is happening. Every time we go to do a scene, we have to start, we have to like rehearse it with the Foley sounds. So Holly, like what kinds of things have you been doing in the Foley area? All sorts of things. So we've been making sound effects for spaceships, aliens, Water dripping in a basement. Which always makes me have to pee. I think that everyone's bladders get a little like stressed during up. that. <laughs> but it's all in efforts to create a theater of the mind, like an old school classic radio drama. Right? So you're doing all those sounds. So we yes. will rehearse it once with like, so the sounds are going and there's conversation between the director and the Foley artists about like when the sounds come in. And then we, as the actors, are saying our lines in character. We'll do that for rehearsal. Sometimes we rehearse it twice and then we start to record it. And when we record it, and this is the important thing for you all to know, is when we record it, if anybody messes up, if you flub your line, if you accidentally hit your head on the microphone in the Foley area, if you um, if somebody doesn't come in when they're supposed to come in, we have to start it all over again and do it again live to tape. Yeah, we're doing it live. It's we're live, doing man. It live! And so it gives you like such a huge appreciation for what that really was like when they were doing it actually live. Right, because we're doing parts of it live. Right. Uh, but when you were listening to a radio drama like War of the Worlds back in 1938, they were going straight through. Yes. Like, they were doing it, and Orson Welles, because he was the original director and the person who conceived of the War of the Worlds broadcast, he was conducting it live like an orchestra. Mm-hmm. And he was making calls in the moment. Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. We're all busy, and with Factor, eating fresh, never frozen, chef-crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash btpod50 and use code btpod50 to get 50% off. That's code btpod50 at factormeals.com slash btpod50 to get 50% off. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.
commitment that were just incredible. And, you know, we have our director, Peter Rostein, who's doing similar things. Yes. He's conducting the sound. He's listening to the voice actors. He's looking over at the producers and the tech to make sure everything is coming together. It's it's an incredible art form to participate in. Really, it's been a really fun, eye-opening experience um, to see how this goes. And then yet, I'm still also marveling at the fact that we do it in little, like, five maybe five minute bursts yeah we got chunks we got chunks <laughs> we got chon- a we just do show. It, like scene by scene right but, but to imagine and the whole thing will be approximately 45 minutes long once it's all put together at least that's what we think um based on our table read mm-hmm. it'll be about 45 minutes long and so but the original war of the worlds was how long I think it was about an hour long broadcast. And so that whole thing going live from beginning to end, the stamina of that. Yes. And to think about it, people would be doing that on the regular because that War of the Worlds broadcast was just your average Sunday night in front of the radio. Nothing, nothing as special about it whatsoever. I was trying to explain that to my kids last night because they said, what are you doing? You know, what is the thing that you're doing this year? Yeah. They get really excited about Project Down and Dirty oh, yeah. every year. I said, we're doing a classic radio drama. And they were like, well, what is that? Don't you do that every day? And I was like, okay, well, let's well, back well, it up. Well. So sort of, you know, we do we but we speak what's called extemporaneously we have a plan it's a loose plan and then we just talk around our plan yes um which in some ways is its own difficult it's its own kind of hard it's its own challenge i should say it's not hard it's its own challenge this is a different challenge because even though the words are written down for you you know how it is when you're reading things aloud anyway as i was saying my kids were curious about it and and i said listen like in 1938 when they originally did war of the worlds you're the same way see they don't even understand it in terms of television because they don't watch television like we did that's right that's right so i said when my, like when you know for families the radio would have been like in the middle of their living area and they would crowd around that and listen to the radio together because they didn't have televisions they didn't have all the things that we have this is what they did for entertainment and so they would have these radio dramas that would create theater of the mind so they could listen and follow a story and they were like looking at me like i literally had horns growing out of my head what are I you know, but it is about? it is such a cool. I think I might show them the documentary that we watched. Yeah, um, because we watched in preparation for this a little documentary about War of the Worlds. Well, I'll say that's accessible to anyone with an Amazon Prime account. Yeah. So it it's a episode of the American Experience, which is the PBS documentary series, and it really puts it into perspective. You know, and then try explaining this to your kids that the competitor in the same time sl- slot as War of the Worlds was a very popular radio show about a guy doing a ventriloquist bit right on the radio. Everybody like, sit Edgar, with that. Edgar Bergen and Charlie McCarthy were huge stars in a medium that requires no visuals. Yeah, and he was actually doing ventriloquism. Your grandparents were weird. It's I'm just so saying. bizarre. All right, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we will have some D-bags for you. Uh you know, like we do every day right here on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. <gasps> D 
Do you even know what it is, Holly? I don't know, but does it deserve an air horn? Um, I think it does. It's the Colleen, yeah. it's the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, no Bradley trainer. He's busy right now recording his lines for no Project Down in Dirty War of the Worlds. No Bradley. No Bradley. Holly Roberts and I are here with you, and guess who else is with us? Uh, Jason Matheson! Yay! Holla! Hello! As Heather Thompson from Real Housewives of New York used to say, holla! 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 Um, Hey, Jason, is Bradley still logged into that computer in front of you or no? Um, I see something about butt... Okay. So, dot com. Oh, okay. okay wonderful. Yeah. So yeah. No, but seriously, there's a Zoom. If you, if you, if it's open and you want to turn the the camera on, then we can see you. That would oh, be lovely. Yes. But you don't, don't have know. to. Oh, start video. Is that what I press, Colleen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There we go. <gasps> there you are. Hi. Oh, I see the torso area. Um, Jason. Um, okay. First of all, can we just all acknowledge we have not seen each other, all of us, in one space for so long. Um, it's been, well, since before COVID. I mean, yes. yeah. we, we, it's been a really long time since we've all been in the same space. And even now we have to stand, you know, away from each other. Right. But, um, but it's been really nice. It's oh been like gosh. a slice of normality. I think we all needed. I just had, you know, what, 15 minutes, I think 20 minutes, maybe half hour with everybody while we were doing our, um, a recording of a scene and I, it just in between we talked to each other over the microphone and i just felt like yeah it's nice it, it's, it's dirty i'll just tell everybody that i mean and uh, I, it was glorious except for somebody i won't mention names making slurping noises steve. but other than that sorry it was what great. did somebody say steve that wasn't steve there, okay. there might have been slurping noises there were sl- slurping noises uh, some of them i think <laughs> were coming from the foley area oh, yes. i know it wasn't steve is that what we're oh, calling really? it were you doing it holly who was doing maybe. it? It was you. <gasps> Holly, well, the and we best blame part Steve. Is we kept on pinning it on Steve, which actually <laughs> oh, just makes me know. happy. And also, Steve was having a hard time hearing all of us, which made it really <laughs> fun to make I, fun I of him. I understand that. I, I think it was a short. I do, too. I I find it hard to believe that that was the only headphones. That had a short. That had a short. I know. But in any case, we're but we are we're having a fun time with each other. And I know that if people have purchased that ten dollar ticket to War of the Worlds to Project Down and Dirty Classic Radio Drama, I'm sure you'll get to see some of those behind the scenes um, experiences because we are dirty. We're, it, we're a dirty bunch of folks. Yeah, and I got to tell you, I was kind of like, okay, how are we going to do this? And and what's this going to be like? And wow, I th- you know, and let me be very honest. Uh, what's going to be the motivation really for people to buy this, yeah. this, this link and having done it now and seeing the fun and really the art, the art that goes into right? this. It's right, guys? unbelievable. It, yeah. I, I'm not my talker. Seriously. If you have $10, it's going to be so worth it to see this behind the scenes video, um, which is basically like a fabulous documentary you would see on a DVD or Blu-ray. Yes. And you'll get to see the Foley artists. And I mean, geez, Louise, uh, the, the amount of people doing this, like if you hear a sound effect, just know that's not on a CD. No, that's a human being doing it. Usually it's Holly. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's really Usually remarkable. it's me doing something like this. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But instead it's it's Holly human. Human Holly. Human Holly. Making doing the noise. it. So 
so maybe you not know, that sound effect, but you know. Sometimes I think about, you know, we talk about this every single year. Like, what was your favorite project down in Dirty, right? Every well, year. Well, it is the 10 year anniversary. It so. is the 10 year anniversary. And you've done all of them. Bradley and I have done all but one. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So the thing about the, <sighs> but, and I think every year there is something remarkable that comes out of it. And I think that this one will be one that we will remember because of the hurdles we had to get over. Right? Yeah. The things we had to do. Oh, Dawn. Oh, honey. Dawn just got in the wrong Zoom. (laughs) Oh, she got in the wrong Zoom room? That's okay. She's fine. She'll figure it out when she sees all of us. Anyway, um, but I think that we'll, we'll all have fond memories of this because of two things. One, we'll recognize the hurdles we had to jump in order to do it at all. Mm-hmm. And two, I think we will have like the fond memories of what it felt like for all of us to be together working on something when we can't be together. Mm. Right? Yeah. Um, because to me, those are kind of the sweet things of it. I'm loving... We one of the things we love the most about Project Down and Dirty is the time we get to spend together as yes. a group because we don't get to do that in the in the station. And that's and that's even with the sacrifice of like and I I always 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 think of you. And now I think of Steve because he has a million and four children. <laughs> but even with the sacrifice of you know you guys being away from your family for basically five days, mm-hmm. which I just always feel so bad for. Even with that in the background, it is it, it is something great. I mean, it's a really great four days, four or five days. It is, because we do all really appreciate each other. We do. We find each other to be hilarious. Mm-hmm. We also find ourselves to be hilarious. <laughs> so there's a lot of laughing when we're all together. And so these little glimpses of that that we're getting in the midst of all of this when we have an opportunity to all be together has been, to me, really a sweet Thing that I, think, I will remember forever. And I think, I, I didn't mean to stop any there. I think also, I, I think my talkers and all of you listening, I don't want to speak for you. I, I think you guys know by now, after 10 years or however long you listen, that what this is, is an anomaly. I mean, the fact that, and this is true. I mean, we all get on each other's nerves and we all, you know, there's one point where, you know, it's Bradley's the one that's on everyone's nerves and me or, you know me, what though. I mean? But, I'm just kidding. It is so authentic that we all really enjoy each other. There's not there's not a big fight brewing between anybody. And that's why the fun rivalries during this week are are just that. They're fun. Like I heard a rumor that Steve said, and I quote, suck it, Colleen and Bradley. Uh, That wasn't a rumor. I texted you that. That's right. Um, (laughs) You know, and we're always picking on Lori and Julia, but the listeners know it's all in good fun. It's like the B. Arthur thing. If we didn't really love Amy which mm. is shockingly her real name, uh-huh. we could never do those types of jokes. It's 100% true. Yeah. Now, you did mention donations, and I do want to <laughs> remind people that we are still taking donations. Yeah. So head on over to mytalk1071.com. Go to the Project Down and Dirty page. It's in the carousel right there on the front page. And you can donate wherever you see need. But I do know, like you said, there have been some antics between mm-hmm. shows. What did you do this morning? Tell the world. I have to give all the credit to Kenny. So gosh, I love Kenny. I know. By the way, that's been another really fun thing is yes. to see Kenny so much. Um, so we saw the tweet that Hannah from our digital team tweeted about your show and Don and Steve. Mm-hmm. And you know I like shenanigans and 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 you know, I love inter show shenanigans. So I saw that and the tweet, if you guys didn't see it, was um 
was uh, if you like Colleen and Bradley more than Donna and Steve, mm-hmm. um, please donate to Colleen and Bradley. I love that kind of thing. So we were poking fun at Lori and Julia because they are dead last in the in the collection. Yep. So Kenny go. Kenny was joking and said, "You know, guys, we should donate since we're so ahead." Yeah, you're like past your uh, original goal. Yeah, Kenny said, "Since we're more than double Lori and Julia, let's spend a few minutes of our broadcast helping their charity." And he goes, "But," and I and he started giggling. He goes, "I want all of you, my talkers, to donate to Lori and Julia's um, uh, charity, but in the dedication, I want you to dedicate it to Jason and Alexis in the morning." Oh my gosh, it's which so great! Anybody that knows them knows that would drive them crazy because up until 2013, Lori and Julia didn't know our name. No, so. The only show that matters, and this, Colleen and Holly can back me up. This isn't a bust on them. This is just the truth. No, this is Lori and Julia. The, oh, yeah. The only show that matters to Lori and Julia are Lori and Julia. Is Lori and Julia. <laughs> 100%. And I say, having worked on that show for it, a very long time. How long did it take them to learn your name, Holly? Uh, I can't speak on that. <laughs> Honestly, but they definitely know my name now. Yeah, that's yeah. a good I can, thing. I can rest, rest assured that is the truth. They know yeah. who I am. But they're always the ones, like, they're the last ones to want to play along with shenanigans like this. This is a bother to them. They just want to talk about Brad Pitt and yes. Johnny Depp and, and Matthew and, McConaughey. They're really into Matthew McConaughey right And now. Harry right, Styles. Right, Lori right. is oh. all up on his grill. Mm-hmm. But they're always the last ones, so that's why... People telling them like your show is the best or our show is the best, it just gets to them. on them. It's the best. So if all of you look at the donation page right now for I'm Lori looking. and Julia, Kenny's joke is coming to fruition. Some of the comments of some of the dedications are just hysterical. I'm going to read you some of them because it's funny. Uh, in honor of the Jason and Alexis franchise. <laughs> Dedicated to my talk 1071's number one show, Jason and Alexis in the morning. Seven dollars. That one was fantastic. Uh, <laughs> uh, in honor of Jason, Alexis, Don, and Kenny, the classiest morning show on the air. <laughs> See, it's that kind of thing that we guys, clean Holly, we were dying. We were it's laughing so, so funny. hard. Yeah, because this is the thing that just is a craw in their saddle, yes. man. And it's but hey, but I think they're happy because it's getting their needle to move right oh, now. Julia, if she could have hugged me, she would. She goes, "Thank you so much," because she admits they admit they're not. They're not good at the. They're not good at. They're the not donate. good at shilling. No, they're the not. rest of us are fine with it. Yeah. We just give our shows over to it because we know that you know we'll get back to the pop culture. Don't worry about it; and it'll people, show up. All of you listening, you appreciate it, and you know it's all in good fun. But speaking of turning the show over, I think your partner <gasps> is back. So. Yay! Oh, this is great news. All right, well, Jason, thank you for hanging out with of us. Course. Can you give? Yes. Can you give everybody a little taste <laughs> of one of your voices because? You are doing, you're playing the role of a commander. I'm a flight commander. A flight Get it right, commander. Clean. Sorry, I didn't. The very important read it. Role. It's a very important very. flight commander. Uh-huh. And you use a voice that is very, very commonly used on your morning show. Yes, his the name is Lance de Havilland Colby. Mm. He makes me look like Charlton Heston, mm-hmm. if that tells you anything. Um, and today, <laughs> you were actually asked to soften your Lance. <laughs> I had to soften Lance more. Oh, than I, no. I mean, Lance is pretty soft. 
so I don't know how much softer I can get. I don't know if you caught me, but I had to follow up that line. Yes, and I, I know. was laughing my face uh-huh. off. So, so that's one of the many surprises, plus sexual innu- innuendos between Alexis and me, which is just gross beyond repair. It's going to be great. Well, yeah. thank you, Jason, for joining us thank and you, everybody sweethearts. else. We will be back on the other side of this. We'll give you some D-bags just for fun, but we're, we're going to need to see some donations. Uh, you can donate by going to mytalk1071.com. Go to the Project Down and Dirty Classic Radio Drama page. You can find us there. Donate, 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 donate. We'll give you some D-bags when we come back on My Talk 107.1. Okay, well, we're going to do a little delayed D-bags today on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 107.1, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, Everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainers back. Hi. Oh, we got to get his, he's going to go figure out his mic situation. We're trying to get him looped in so that we can chit chat together on our show on the Colleen and Bradley show. Um, Hello. There you are. Oh, hi. hi. It's so good to have you it's back. It's so good to be back, kids. Okay, so here's the thing. I can't, we put off D-bags because oh. Jason came in and joined us I for a little that. bit. I heard that. How'd that go? Super fun. We had a great time. Are you done, done, done now? We're donezo. So this is the thing that then happens. It's like, now you're back. Now I just want to talk about what happened. No, right? So did you? what did you do? I did a little... Uh, I think I did the last bit of uh, my character... In uh, the program, and I think we're just about rounding out the end of the program. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, like I don't, I don't think we're gonna have to do it in the morning. I don't know either. I, don't th- I mean, unless they have something, you know, no doubt they have something else planned for us. But right, or maybe we'll have to do some cleanup on aisle six because yeah, well, there are some moments. Um, I will say, did you have this experience? You did. I think you had this experience this morning that you couldn't find your character. Yes, it's the worst. It is the worst. And I had to like go through my Rolodex of voices to figure out, wait, where was my voice again? Now, for the listener who's like, oh, wow, you have such a hard job. <laughs> I have a lot of voices in my head. So that took a while. Mm-hmm. And can I'm, I... I'm not sure I channeled the right one today, but go on. And I also had the experience of working with um, Steve, which I have not done to this point. Right? At least we haven't been in a car- in a scene together. Super fun, right? Well, fun. Yeah, sure. But he and I have a very similar voice. Oh, yeah. And so then we were kept throwing each other like because it's hard. I don't know how to describe it for my brain. Anyway, it's very hard to discern different voices. Mm -hmm. So when I heard Steve's voice, I would want to jump into Steve's voice and 
he was trying very hard to keep his voice separate from because we, we just sound like old timey men voices, right? right? Like there's not very many of them. So anyway, that was a weird experience. Um, you know, I I had a different experience where I was playing opposite Jason today, which I so okay. Forget you know what? We'll get to D bags eventually. Don't they're plentiful. Don't yeah, worry about say, it. D bags aren't going anywhere. So the thing about um about how we've been doing this is the last two days we've mostly been around the same people because our scenes intersect in such a way in the earlier part of the of the radio drama that we're sort of in a pod we're in a group with the same people and it's you bradley your character me uh an angry man and an angry woman which is rocco and holly um kenny who plays a police officer at one point and then Lori and Julia, who play sisters, Mrs. Erndahl and Flossie Heffelfinger. So that's the, those are the voices I'm used to. Those are the people I'm used to playing up against, right? And there are a couple times that I've like lost myself in laughter because funny lines have been said. But I had the first moment today when I was playing opposite Jason and I wasn't prepared for what Jason was bringing to the table. And I was laughing at his character and I had to, my character is not funny. She's not like, I mean, she's very serious. She's very serious. She's a professor. And so I was trying to be in my serious professor place and he was throwing me off of that. So that was another like thing that. Yeah, no, I, the experience of um, trying to do it, like I said, with Steve was very unique uh, up to this point. It's so. so fun, though. It's been so much fun, and it's been fun to see how people play the different roles. Um, I do have an update for you, Bradley. Um, we're not doing so hot. What do you mean? I mean, we're doing hot, but we're not doing as hot as we wanted to do. Like, how so? What well, do you mean with we the wanted to get to $10,000 yeah, by the I, end of the a, show today. Admittedly, a very, you know, big stretch goal. But, um, hey, the closer we get, the the easier our job is for the week because our full goal is $10,000. So if we got it done today, that would just be icing on the cake for tomorrow. How close to our 10000 goal are we right now? We are at $6,445, oh, which on, is nothing guys. to sneeze at. I'm super happy about it. However, we really wanted to push this thing forward and get to like a really good, happy space. Well, we have just over an hour left of the show. I think it's safe to say that within the next 30 minutes, we can get to $8,000. How about that? I would love to do that. Can I give Can I give some thank yous? Um, I don't know if you did any while I was gone or if I need to... No, go okay. for it. Perfect. So I want to say thank you to Stephanie, to Britt, to Michelle, to Melissa, to Aaron, to Tony, Caroline, Amy, Anonymous, Mr. Rooter Plumbing of the of the Twin Cities. Thank you to them. That was I'm going to give them a thumbs up because Woo-hoo. that was a smart way to get your name on the radio. Jennifer Anderson. And by the way, any business that wants to do that, I will say your yeah, name on the radio if you donate. Read all your words. Uh, Jennifer, Andrea. Lashana and Danette. And thank we you. also also still need to say thank you to Darcy Reed because today's entire show is dedicated yeah. to Darcy Reed because she got us over the five thousand dollar hump. Whoever gets us to the uh ten thousand dollar mark is going to be the next person to have the show donated That's to true. them or dedicated to them. Did you read the message from Andrea? I did not. Go ahead. Andrea says she dedicated her contribution to the dynamic duo that has me now singing. Cobra Gang versus Bloodhound Gang yes. love your show. Because whenever there's trouble, we're there on the double. We're the Cobra We're the Gang. Cobra 
gang. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, we, you know, one of the things we talked a little bit about when Jason was on the show, uh, filling in for you when you were recording and Holly and I were hanging out with him. You know what I mean? We talked a little bit about like what will be memorable about this year's Project Down and Dirty. And I said, you know, every year is different and memorable for different reasons. But I think I will always have sort of a sweet fondness for this year. Because number one, I honestly didn't think we would be able to do it. Project Down and Dirty has been something we've done every year for the past 10 years. And I thought we might just not be able to do it this year. So I will always have like a sweet space in my heart for the, and like a fondness for this year because we found out a way to do it. But also I'm so excited to be able to be together in some way with all of our coworkers because that's something we haven't been able to do since before March. Yeah, a lot of people obviously have the same experience, right? They haven't been able to be in their workplaces. Mm-hmm. Many people won't be in their workplaces for any, um, in any, uh, gosh, for the foreseeable future, right? So it's a huge privilege for us to be able to do that. And um, these, again, it's usually the one time a year that we do get to all sort of be in the same place together. So the fact that we're able, even in passing, to just be kind of cohabitating similar spaces is pretty cool. Yeah, it absolutely is. And I know also that the people that we're working with, um, Peter Rothstein and um, Jason Hansen, uh, and the creatives that we're working with have said, you know, we... As creators, we get that bug to create. And because theaters have been closed down and we're not doing live programming in the way that we are used to, this like gives them that place. It's like a, um, it like opens up the floodgates of creation, right? And so we're just having like so much fun in the sandbox and we can't wait to show you what came of it tomorrow night. Yeah, make sure you've got your tickets in addition to making a contribution. Those tickets are only 10 bucks so that you get access to our War of the Worlds production. When we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about Kim Kardashian's birthday again. We, we think. We might talk about other things. You never know. We'll be back after this on My Talk 107.1. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.